welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. Jake. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing 2K <laughs> and uh, getting my hoops through 2K and my player. I scanned my face and everything, and so I'm like hooping it up as me. Okay. Um, dude, they made that. They made it too too complex. Like, oh, you have to build your brand, and you have to go see a stylist, and then you have to go and engage with people on social media, and you have to go to these shoe events, and I just want to fucking go to practice and play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do all this other stuff. You're Kawhi Leonard. I am Kawhi Leonard, dude, very much. <laughs> I don't even high-five my teammates. Are you wearing new, a new balance? <laughs> Never. Never. Gross. I hate when people... The claw. I know people who... Uh, you know people... Um, who will buy all these like off brown shoes to like just be contrarian? Like uh, this person will buy. They bought this uh, Steph Curry's and Under Armour, and I'm like, dude, dude, the Steph Curry Under Armour shoes were garbage. I'm like, why, dude? And They're then nurse he's like, shoes. my toes hurt. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he, I'm pretty sure he bought the Kawhi Leonard's too, New Balance or something like that. But just always these off brands, and I'm like, just buy nikes stop it yeah. just buy nikes dude. nikes or adidas like no screw adidas dude Shame really? on you. yeah dude oh. i tore my oh, i guess i tore dude, my meniscus and nikes so i can't really old, say that anymore the old, did you turn in your new shoes yeah oh yeah oh. dude it with the pivot and no no give mm-hmm. those things are like sticky glue they're brand oh, new yeah. so when i turned it's like <laughs> right on my knee my foot didn't pivot at all oh. dude <laughs> well you know they work yeah oh yeah uh, I have the old Lillard Crazy Eights. No. Do you remember oh, those? Oh, the Crazy Eights. Yes, yes. They he just brought them back, the, right? The the Lillard, um, his newest ones. What are they called? I don't know, but I've seen them in the store at the Adidas Employee mm-hmm. Store, and they seem okay. Yeah, his they seem ori- better built. His original shoe, the Crazy Eight, I thought was cool. It was a cool shoe. Yeah, but I don't the, know. I just don't like Adidas, playing D- in Adidas. My favorite basketball shoe of all time was the D Rose. Uh, first, first. I have them. Do you? I have them. Those are good shoes. Yeah, those are ones that I don't. I never played in. I wore them outside a few times, but I have them in mm. in a box stored away because yeah. those are good shoes. Those are good shoes. Uh, yeah. So, how are you? Other than everything else we just talked about, we just talked about work. But how are you outside <laughs> of work? Um, I, good. I that was. I don't know. I was, <laughs> I, I was feeling kind of like uh, the last couple of months have just been just a real kind of a continual Uh-oh. kick in the nuts. Oh, okay. Dude, um, wait till that baby's born. <laughs> it's just I have a really <laughs> hard time of um, like well, I guess not really keeping my own advice, taking oh, my own advice, okay. which was like you know be more. I guess be more um, selfish with my own time and be more. Um, okay. I'm trying to. See. I mean, do what, it what now, was the, dude. What was the word I, I used? I gave to you, which was be more intentional mm-hmm. with my time. Mm-hmm. And because I like my default thing is unless I have a r- absolute reason to say no, which is like another engagement, mm-hmm. I say yes. So I have. Oh. I just consistently am overbooked with so many different things. I can't even get a text back, Jake. What are you so busy with? dude everything it's (laughs) every single week it's it's a it's a dinner with my grandparents oh right right it's doing this it's doing those are good things though i mean yes but you only have so many you only have so many hours once you you only have so many hours dude it's coming i know i want to have less (laughs) it's just with with that and in the stress of learning this job like this this job is one of the most technical and most like yeah. Oh, yeah. frustrating things to try to learn because of 
because of the legal aspect behind mm-hmm. it all. And um, and if you're not up to par, it's the public. There's a direct like reaction or direct consequence mm-hmm. to insufficiency. Yeah. yeah, and there's only real – the only way to really learn in this job is to do it. Yeah. And basically um, fail at it. And then oh, okay. because there are – Every single every single claim, almost every single interaction, unless it's just literally a, a basic social security card replacement, mm-hmm. and even that, there's a there's a bunch of little nuances. But yeah. every single claim that I take yeah. is unique in in some oh, way. I can't imagine. So yeah. it it's nothing is just straightforward. You talk to the person, you yes. send it to disability services, you wait until they get back to you. And then if it's a, if it's a allowance, you put them in pay. Right. If it's not, it's like, there are so many little things you have to develop. That makes for. it way harder to learn too. It's so hard to learn because yeah. you're waiting so much. And like, normally like I don't get frustrated at myself. Like I have a pretty good recall memory and, uh, I, ge- and yeah. I generally don't make the same mistake twice. Okay. But this job, because there's so much time yes. between when things, like mistakes, the same mistake can be made. Yes. I, I am making like, I end up making the same mistake. Like the like last twice. time you saw this particular situation in this particular way mm-hmm. was two months ago. Yeah. And I've taken like a million variants of that same yeah, potential and, issue. Yeah. And oh, so it's gosh. Just, it's just, uh, it's frustrating. And nobody like, there's nobody who is like on me getting mm-hmm. mad at my getting getting mad at me. Right. Like my management is super understanding. They're super like flexible. It's just you. It's just on yourself. It's my own. Yeah. It's my own. Um, you know, it's my it's my own, um, I guess. Pressure. Pressure. Yeah, so you got to shake that off, dog. So it's like that. And then having basically like I mean, I'll get a text from the league, right? The, uh-huh. the flag league. Hey, can you ref this weekend? Yeah. Can you show up early and photograph this like this weekend? Um, and how much are they paying you for photographs? None. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, if I don't think uh, the head ref, I don't think Marshall listens to this, but yeah. in fairness, he has offered and I just have never said. Okay. Said stop, yes. dude. Stop. <laughs> okay. Those are the things that you need to start. If you're going to say yes to him, get paid, bro. Get paid. Yeah. I need to start doing that. Um, but yeah. hey, it's just a couple more weeks and uh, I dude, have a three weeks. Yeah. And I have a, like a three month vacation. Uh, so. I don't know if it's a vacation, dude. <laughs> it's at least not being at work. <laughs> That's true. You're going to have to learn your whole job all over again. Oh, man. Don't even. Yeah, because I want to be behind all of the new trainees. Mm-hmm. Now, not not the newest ones. Yeah, but then you'll come strutting in like Big Daddy, dude. I, dude, I don't know. Maybe. I want to be. That's the, it's so hard. I was talking to Matt today. I'm like, when are you coming back? And oh, he's yeah. like, he still has a while until he comes really? back. Really? Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And it's all paid? Mm-hmm. Damn! Yeah. How long? Uh, he gets three months. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, good. I'm glad. Then I don't feel so bad, and you better be here. Um, so I watched all the new – I watched all Fantastic Beasts, all three of them. And you made a comment after the second one when I'm after – when I was told you I just finished the second one. And you said something I'll, – I'll paraphrase, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty accurate. That is the most f- – <laughs> convoluted fucking story I've uh, I've ever seen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is he talking about? So then like I finished the movie and I'm like, okay. 
I could see how this is like, wait, what the hell is going on? How many times have you seen that movie? Once. Okay. Watching it a second time with subtitles helps. <laughs> helps. Um, and I'm like, okay, I get it. But everything you think you know changes in the third movie. Okay. So everything you hated about the second one mm-hmm. is completely untrue in the third one. Really? Kind of. Okay. It's not what you think it is, which is which is fun. I don't know. You have to it's look at just... independently. Hmm. I'm I'm telling you, just if know. you don't think about it as Harry Potter, which I mean, it's not Harry Potter. I mean, it's, it's in the same universe. Okay, so think about it separately, and it's like, oh, this this is kind of okay. It's not the fact that you said it was a six movie series makes me feel better because at the end of the third one, I'm just like. Wait, that's it? But hmm. it's not it. Okay. According yeah, to I you. Yeah, I mean, I th- it's either five or six. It's, yeah, I, know I, it's, I want additional two movies. Yeah. I need I need more. You know, there's it's it's this. we're now seeing more focus on Dumbledore and Grindelwald, which is fun. And it took them three fucking movies to get to that? N- no, we had fun with the Fantastic Beasts in the first one. Yeah, well, one was the first one was good. Okay, as a standalone. Okay, and the second one we get introduced into Gr- to Grindelwald. Oh my God, who is he? Why is he so nasty? <laughs> What's he trying to do here? Right? We don't know. He's so bad. He's Johnny Depp. He's bad. His wife poops on his bed. Who knows? <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> and then so oh. the third one, it's like, wait, who's Dumbledore? And actually, you know who plays a pretty big role is uh, Aberforth, mm. his brother. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it like significantly. Okay. So. But, but that doesn't make sense in canon. Why? Because Aberforth basically completely disowned Albus uh-huh. after um, or, uh, Ariana was uh-huh. killed. Yeah. He still doesn't. He's still like pissed at him. Okay. I mean, I guess. I don't know. They, they, that's not really well-developed. That's what I'm saying. Series, so those but... are things in the book that are not mm. well-developed in the story that we can see, and I can, I'm sure you can't, forgive in the movie. Where you're like, okay, well, I guess it never really did address these elements between Abbeforth and Albus. But it makes events in the book not make as much sense. When there is already certain stretches of uh-huh. like plot holes okay that i feel like they're already they were already razor thin to the point where like you could almost like in the books yeah okay there's some things you have to like that just don't really make a whole lot of sense i can't come up with anything on the top of my head right For now sure. but um there's there's a lot of things that just are like the continuity there's continuity errors yeah. throughout the books for sure or things said that you think are in jest or in passing mm-hmm. like oh this is a fact about Aberforth or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. or they say something about Dumbledore that you're just like hmm, okay whatever cool fact nobody cares mm-hmm. but maybe what what I could see as being kind of annoying is like you're getting an explanation or a deeper understanding of who these people are which I guess I guess you don't care about Aberforth and Dumbledore that's cool dude if you don't care about other characters besides Harry Potter, then whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I I, uh, I I I'll watch the third one before I I talk anymore. It's not great. 
But it's not. Wouldn't expect it to be. It's not as bad. I thought I just I'm gonna get through this, but I kind of enjoyed it. I don't know of a universe that has less that hasn't produced anything of that's worth a damn other than the original source material. Okay. Okay. I like this these three movies because it is original. It's not based off of a book. True. I mean, yeah, but I guess from the original like other than the the original series of, of books. Mm-hmm. The Harry Potter universe is garbage. Okay. At least in terms of what has been put out by Rowling and company. I think you're, the movies, yeah, terrible. You're tainted by Obi Wan. The movies <laughs> of Fantastic Beasts. No, you just said you enjoyed the Fantastic first one. Fantastic Beasts fell apart. Like the first viewing, good. Second viewing, boring. What? Third viewing, I turned it off. Really? I couldn't get it through a third time. Okay. Interesting. It's more political. The third one, by the way, hmm. very political. Uh, dictatorship like. Ah, see, they were trying to do that with the second, with like the second one too. They were kind of steering into that. Well, they demagogic. Have, yeah, they have an election that they're trying. To, that's like the the head wizard of the wizarding world. That is like the prime minister, in, I guess. In England? No, of all wizards, who is chosen by a creature who sees. The good in people, pure people, pure wizards. The fuck? Yeah, dude, it's fun. And Grindelwald, dude. (laughs) Okay. I wish this was a video podcast just for this conversation. (laughs) I'm not buying it. (laughs) Give it a shot, dude. And if you hate it, just remember I didn't tell you. Star Wars, Obi Wan. What did you think of Episode Five? Is that that's not the newest Mm, one? That's not the Um, most recent one. Okay, this is what I will say. In counter to everything you just said, Star Wars has done something with some characters that you rarely see. And that is only strengthen or reinforce the things I love about them. Mm-hmm. Even with the prequels. Giving me the prequels, Hayden Christensen was not the greatest actor, but that's not a hot take. Everybody knows that. They Like mm-hmm. you've mentioned before on the show, they don't really, they sometimes pick like flop actors. But, we're still getting the story. We're still getting the de- character development. Rewa- I just rewatched all three of the prequels again. Fucking, I love them, dude. Um, and what they did and what they showed did not make me like Vader less. If anything, I enjoy Vader more. From Obi-Wan? No. Oh. From the prequels. Oh. Same with, we, we don't know anything about Ben Kenobi, when we see him in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Prequels only made every single person ever obsessed with Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. They've only made me more interested and invested in these characters. And with Obi-Wan, I'm thinking, fuck, dude, they're going to show Vader and they're going to screw it up. He's going to like show some light in him, some goodness, and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be annoyed. Hell no. They absolutely have just shown how truly dark he is and have just reinforced how much I love Vader. I'm trying to remember because I watched five and six at the same time. So so they're going to spoil it? They're going to fucking ruin that? I just don't know what you've seen. 
Okay, so spoilers for episode five from last week if you haven't seen it. Um, just I, I've seen up to them trying to leave in the ship and then him grabbing the ship and then oh, okay, the Inquisitor and stuff. Okay, you've you've seen you saw that. Yes. Okay. So, but prior to all that, we see him snapping kids' necks and dragging Obi Wan through the coals and like pure darkness, mm-hmm. which only reinforces yeah. everything I know he about only, Vader. He gets more, he gets more dark. Oh, give it to so me. So they they don't ruin that. For oh, you. I'll, I'll at least tell you that. But that's what I'm saying. So in in the in the original trilogy, we see Vader bring balance to the Force by destroying the Sith. Mm-hmm. We see Vader as an old man watch his son being murdered and say no. And that's the light in him, right? Mm -hmm. That is the light side saying no. And then he fulfills the prophecy. Up until that moment, I don't ever want to see any good from Anakin or Vader. Just pure anger and evil. There is a moment in Rebels. I don't know if you've Uh -uh. seen it. where Because he gave Ahsoka. Is he Vader? Yeah. Or is he Anakin? He's Vader, but he's only recently Vader. Okay. I hate it. Don't tell me. Okay. I don't want to know. Or I don't want to say anything. <laughs> but that's what I mean. As far as this show, it's only reinforcing how much I enjoy Bail Organa. Just developing him more into a character that I'm interested in and care mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Uh, the only ones I would kind of say are like, Meh, I don't know. It's Luke and Leia. Okay. Leia, I see... I see, which which is nice, right? I can see how she becomes the Leia that we know. Mm-hmm. They which were is trying fun. a little too hard to shoehorn that in. Yes, and I will say, but the, but I think those are some of the things that we see in the prequels with some of the characters mm-hmm. early on. So yeah. maybe maybe in the second season we see a development mm-hmm. that is makes more sense. But I will say overall, Obi Wan and, and and almost anything that Star Wars produce Star Wars produces, I'm just like falling more in love, except for Boba Fett. Did you watch that Boba Fett? Garbage. Yes. So I will tell you, I did tell you, I watched six and seven and I saw, dude, that technology for fucking Luke and Mm -hmm. his face. Insane. I am just, Jen was like, her jaw was on the floor the whole time. Like, how? I was like, I I don't know. It's like Mark Hamill's like standing right there. It's unreal. Um, so then what I got to, I just fast forwarded those. So I told you before, my favorite character is R2. Mm-hmm. So getting to see R2 again made me yeah. happy, but, um, getting to watch all that. See, I didn't watch Boba Fett. I just watched those scenes cause you told me it was trash. That's all you needed to watch. But see, I think that show might ruin Boba Fett for me, but I also think Boba Fett is, well, the actor yeah. of Boba Fett yeah. slash Django Fett, yeah. um, agrees with you because he basically made a public <gasps> statement saying, I think it's time that the writers get Boba Fett back to who he was. Interesting. Yeah. Did they try to humanize him? They try to humanize him and make him Gross. out to be this like um this actual like anti-hero who's out for the greater good. No. Not, not even an not even an anti-hero, just a straight hero. See, stop it Disney. It, it's bad, dude. Stop it. So bad. Dude, they changed the name of his ship. It doesn't make really? Yeah. Do you know what ship is called? No. The Slave 2. That's right. And they're like, we're not calling it that anymore. There's nothing more revealing than this dude flying around in a ship called the Slave. Like, mm-hmm. he's not... He's a bounty hunter! Yeah. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter who actively was... I mean, prior... Like, so... 
Boba Fett starts. We sound fucking as soon cool as right he now. gets out of the um, out of the the sand monster. Oh, the movie. Yeah, no, the no, the show. The show, sorry. Yeah, sorry. so the show picks up where he gets because oh. in, in in return, in return yeah, he, he gets, gets knocked, knocked into in the, like the pit. Also, that scream when he gets knocked into mm-hmm. the pit is the best. <laughs> well, he gets himself out of it because in Disney, no nobody dies. Nobody dies. And uh, that's that's the other thing that just drives me absolutely nuts. Episode five. I mean, I know it's a trope that oh, stormtroopers can't hit, sh- can't shoot for shit, right? Yeah. That's supposed to be a, that's supposed to be a funny trope, and even the Mandalorian kind of makes fun of that yes. a little bit, which is which is kind of a cool nod to fans. Yeah, that was Taika Waititi, by the um, way. Of course, that was. That mm-hmm. makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, but the shoot, like they did stormtroopers, they made stormtroopers look even absolutely almost clownishly incompetent in Obi One. Oh, in the episode five. And uh, when the person who I forget what her name was, yes. but the one that the undercover lady, with the grenade, yeah. Uh, so when she's in the underwater base, yes. and those two come up behind her, what is their are their helmets made of like paper mache? Because she just literally slaps them, and it's and it apparently just like discombobulates them, and then she's able to grab the blaster and shoot them both. Oh, I'll have to rewatch it. She just it. like hand slaps them, and the guy's like, "Wow, <laughs> helmets!" I know. I'm like, really? That's that can incapacitate. But then yeah. also, all of the the basically like uh, it made me think of Helm's Deep and um, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. where all of the old men are standing there with their bows at pointed at the orcs. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of people just standing there crappily holding their oh, blasters yes. behind shitty little metal shields, mm-hmm. and then freaking a hundred stormtroopers start shooting into a small little area like the size of this garage and they don't hit fucking anybody yeah it's so dumb yeah yeah that's true so nobody dies nobody dies but also i'll never give boba fett that chance i don't think i'll ever watch it you don't And, and, and and liking boba fett like from the prequels or sorry from the from the original trilogy it's just a fad he's not even a character he's just lingering in the background the whole time He's just like, I'll get him, boss. Like, that's it. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. I'll get him. That's it. There's nothing more to that character that makes us like him. Maybe the mysteriousness of him, but if you like somebody for the mysteriousness of them in Star Wars, you're weird. But um, not a fan. And then Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan was only my favorite character after the prequels. And then I can appreciate who he was in the original trilogy after yeah. that. Yeah. So Vader... Love that Vader knew about Rava's deception. Oh, okay. Like he he knew it. Yeah. Yeah, it's dirty. But the fact that and then that the grand the Grand Inquisitor was alive the whole time. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Inquisitors because I was like, man, they kill off the Grand Inquisitor because that's definitely that fuck. I'm like that fucked up canon because Maul actually kills the Grand Inquisitor. Right. right. Um, and I was like, man, they're really fucking up canon. And then it turns out it wasn't actually yeah. dead, which was good. That yeah, saved good. That saved uh, Rebels a bit, but um. The fact that he didn't kill Rava and just let Rava lay there is so not Vader. Okay. Okay. What are you trying to Vader, prove me wrong? Vader and just make no, me no, hate no, Vader no, 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 no. <laughs> everything they do with Vader, everything that they've done with Vader, yeah, is amazing. Ever since, like, especially starting with Rogue One, anything in the modern era, yeah. starting with with that little glimpse at Rogue One, the so little good. bit we got him, where how because that was like younger Vader. And he was like choking that dude. Like he just kills Vader. Just kills indiscriminately. Yes. Remember, like, he was pissed at the general, and he was like choking him out. Rogue One. He's older though. Is he older? Yes. Though? Because, yeah, you're right. Uh, but he still has a hard time controlling his anger. Like, yes. It shows how much rages. How, how much trouble he has controlling his anger. Yeah. Um. You're right. He was older. 
Um, but now he's just this cool, calm, and collective person, and he just let the person who tried to backstab him just lay there. I mean, I'm assuming when he, he knows that, she was dying. But he knows Jedi can force heal. Look at Maul. Maul literally has healed himself how many fucking times? Yeah. Especially a dark side user who... Yeah. I mean... Okay. How did he not just I don't like, know six. I don't know what happens in six. Because I don't know. all they want to do is because they, they want Rava to have her a spinoff series. They're not doing that, are they? I, dude, the way they set her up in six. Oh, great. They better not do it. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to watch it. Just let bad guys be bad guys and let good guys be yeah. good guys. My last my last point about Star Wars. Okay. The best thing for Hayden Christensen was the sequels episodes. <laughs> episodes 7, 8, and 9. Oh, really? Because it made you realize <laughs> that, hey, we didn't actually have it that bad in the in the prequels. Because everybody blamed the prequels not being good as the original, tril- yeah. as the original trilogy on Hayden Christensen. Okay. And then you realize that, no, it's actually just George Lucas's shitty, right? Like, well, he shitty didn't write direction. This. I know, but it's it's just... it's Because we see him, we were, get to see him more, you're saying? Were, that- well, every, no, no, no. I think because in the sequels, 7, yeah. 8, 9, where Vader's not even in, how bad bad oh. how bad star wars can be gotcha made people nostalgic for hayden christensen yes, absolutely dude everybody's sweating him so hard right now and i'm like where the fuck he's were still you not even like five years ago but he's still not even good his little cameo with his lightsaber when he's fighting obi-wan yeah uh training with obi-wan training with yes. obi-wan it's still stilted yeah i, I love that though <laughs> but i i just master. watched the prequels master who are you? Uh, Metallica? Master. Master. Uh, Kale Swanigan died, dude. Well, I'm going to bring it down. We have a famous clip of you. Dude, I don't. <laughs> don't. I knew it. Like when I, I was like, man, oh, that yeah. one didn't age well. You're razzing his short shorts, when dude. When the guy literally died from a like diabetic coma. Was that it? I'm pretty sure. I think dude. I heard that's what it was. Yeah, I knew it was like natural causes, but he just... <sighs> I, I can't believe when I read that he only played for three years. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it was so short. Yeah, cannot like believe the it was Indianapolis so short. Tribune or something like that had a piece on him because he played at Purdue. Yeah, and I guess his dad basically died of the same thing. His dad was plus five hundred pounds wow. when he was taken from his dad because he was living on the streets under yes. an, over an underpass. The like the the guy that like brought him up when he removed him from his dad's care quotation marks yeah he when he moved to indiana he was 325 pounds by eighth grade yeah caleb was yeah so and like he just couldn't beat his demons which is just tragic that's insane um first thing i thought about was that clip (laughs) but it's like i i was rooting for that guy the whole time Mm -hmm. you know and so it is it is sad um and like damn dude it like damien like challenging people yeah. for their toxicity years ago mm-hmm. by roasting Caleb and his health problems and the way that he stood up for him was just awesome. Yeah, because I mean it was a shock when he cuz he was out of the league and then he got arrested for marijuana possession and that was the first time anybody had seen him in like a mm-hmm. year and a half and then he shows up for his arraignment and he's 400 plus pounds yeah. and that dude was just in the NBA. Yeah. A year before that, yeah. which was crazy. And then, yeah, a lot of people were being awful about it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we all see the NBA player like or the professional athlete who puts on a few pounds or whatever. Like, that's... Raymond Felton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, the James Harden syndrome. Like, they just yeah. they get to a point in their career where... They mail it in. They just mail it in. 
And that's kind of what I, I mean, I, I wrongly thought was Caleb Swan. I mean, I didn't know Caleb Swanigan's backstory. Mm-hmm. I had no idea when I, when I said, when I uh, was making fun of his short shorts <laughs> and, uh, but you did say something the other day though, that I think needs to be repeated. Um, not that our audience cares or knows or whatever, but CJ, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, he always <laughs> but, knows, but you said something about like just a desire and hope that the NBA would take care of these players past the point of just being in the league like mm-hmm. delonte west like yeah don't know but like other than mark cuban is the only person that's reached out yeah to really help delonte mm-hmm. yeah and i mean it's like dude biggie was 25 mm-hmm. that's so effing young it's a bummer but i don't know i i'm glad that he got to you know watching those clips of him at purdue and like getting cheered and like that's a good life, I hope, for him. Mm-hmm. I know that he struggled, and but I hope that there were some like really cool moments for him. Yeah, he was league. very, very good. I think he played two years at Purdue and mm-hmm. then went into the league and drafted by Portland in the late first round. Yeah. Played a couple years here, got traded to Seattle, came back. Seattle? Uh, sorry, Sacramento. Sacramento, that's right. And he came back? Yeah, that's Portland right. came back. Um, they basically ended up trading. It was a joke. They traded Caleb Swanigan for Caleb Swanigan. Oh, because they Caleb they traded Caleb for um, Scalabissier. Oh my God! And then they traded Scal back, or they traded something back to Sacramento for Caleb. For Caleb, wow, that's wild. What oh, a no, weird. He weird came business. back in the Kent Bazemore trade. Okay, mm, was Kent in? Kent was uh, Sacramento for like a half a season. Yeah. And then he went back to the Warriors, and now he's. Then he decided, and then Kent yep. decided to yep. leave the Warriors to go to the Lakers because he thought that would give him a better chance to win. Idiot! Wah, wah, it's wah. so good. His tweet was like, "I'm sick to my stomach, dude." <laughs> That's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. You don't and leave. You don't leave the Warriors. Um. So, R.I.P. Caleb. Thanks for the memories, Biggie. Hottest clip in "Say What You Mean" history. It's dedicated to you. Um. <laughs> It's just not a. It that didn't age well. It's all good, dude. You didn't know. You didn't. I mean, you're not mocking his struggles. You were just talking about the style of the shorts. You hated short shorts. You're you're not a fan of short shorts. Yeah. Who likes short shorts? Not Jake. Yeah, but the insinuation behind the short shorts was that he was overweight. Oh, it was. I mean, that's what it sounds that's to me. Not, I went. I back? went back and listened to it. I felt like, oh. or maybe just in the. <laughs> Or maybe just in the context of knowing what I, I know think, today. Yeah, I think you're putting it in okay. current context because I don't think – I think in the context of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. I, I think it was a wardrobe thing, not a weight thing. I mean, I'm assuming that's how I meant it then. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Uh, on the a bright side, the Portland Trailblazers, and I know that there's so many of you who love when we talk sports, but dude – we have something to live for. You know why? Because everybody's tied now, baby. Damian Lillard's healthy. Nurk's healthy. We just got Jeremy Grant. We're winning all of it. If they if they're able to flip seven, the seventh pick, yeah, for OG Ananobi, yeah, and they're starting five is Dame, Ant, OG, Grant, and Nurk. Yeah, that's a solid ass starting five with little angles. Heart. heart Heart. Ingles coming off the bench. Yeah, that's but, what I mean. Yeah. You just have to figure out who you're starting, who your backup center is, which you can mm, sign some. You can sign yeah, a veteran, man. Yeah. Use a, Get Plumley. 
I mean, they have, and they, <laughs> the thing is, they they'll also have a bunch of um, they have the several mid level exceptions that they can um, that they can use. Yes. All I have to say about this, and I can't be any clearer or mean it as with any less veracity than I can. Then I, w- I wish there was more that I could convey through this microphone, but fuck Neil O'Shea. These are all moves that could have been made. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. The fact that he did this for a 2025 pick. Yeah, Cronin. And a popcorn machine. Yeah. For Grant. I know. A borderline all-star. When, when you guys were texting about it, I like read it real quickly, and I was like, for a 2025 pick, and I'm like, oh, who got Grant? Like, we missed out. And then my buddy from work texted me, oh, my God, we got Grant. And I was like, wait, wh- that was for us? I know. And never <laughs> poor, Every time you heard, like, they got him for what? Yes. That's what I thought you guys were saying. I didn't know you were talking about Portland. And that makes sense, because that's been our, that's been our life for the last 10 yeah. years. Yeah. And is, I was is, like, great. Is, there goes is that. It's discussing what former lottery pick Neil O'Shea got off the scrap heap and how they were going to fit into the starting lineup. Yeah. Like, that was our life. Yeah. And being told by Neil O'Shea that was the best he could do. It was. That was the No, that's the best that he refused to do because he refused to move any assets that he had his name tied to because he was so ego-driven Yeah. that he couldn't possibly see that every move that he made wasn't pure gold. Which sucks, and this is kind of a, a downer too. But that kind of sucks for Paul. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, but Paul gave him, hired him, and gave him his extension. Yeah. So yeah, as much as like he's a con artist, dude. I mean, and he convinced he F that dude, guy. He was he, and he convinced Paul of everything. He yeah. sold him oceanfront property in Arizona, like it. <laughs> what the the. And the thing was is that Neil prayed. I wonder how many heads that just went over. I just want to acknowledge that. <laughs> Neil 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 was able to prey on Paul's passion. Passion to yeah. win in the fact that Paul would Paul would have spent any amount of money to win a championship with Portland. Yeah. And Neil sold him that bag of goods. Yeah. And he got Dame. He got CJ, but he was always unwilling to part with them. And we've seen yeah. now a part with CJ. Dude, Grant can shoot. He can move. He's, he's the, a power forward. He's the, He is everything Portland has been looking for since they lost LaMarcus Aldridge. Yes. Right next to Nerd. Those two. And they com- those two should complement them. Should complement each other perfectly because Grant's not a back to the basket big. Yep, he is a stretch big mm-hmm. where Nurk just clogs the paint. You can't have two back to the basket bigs, which right. is why I was like, I love John Collins, but I don't know how well John Collins plays well next to Nurk. Mm. Jeremy Grant, a little bit more slider, faster foot, mm-hmm. um, more of a three point threat. Yeah, oh yeah. Jeremy Grant stretches the floor mm-hmm. and runs the floor really, really well. Yeah. And I mean, I would have loved John Collins, um, but I think that the realize the reason why the Grant move was made now is because the realization was is that they're not getting, they're Collins. not going to get Collins. Yeah, because I apparent- prefer Grant with the experience and the 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 length and the shooting and the just how mm-hmm. quick and mo- mobile he is. I think, and like you're saying, not a back to the basket guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! If they're able to get an OG, OG Ananobi, who's a six seven switchable 
three. Yeah. Um, that that really rounds out the the lineup well. Yeah. So I'm excited, but yeah, I've also too. sat here and said like, oh man, I think the off season where they got Hassan Whiteside was a really good off season. Yeah, we're gonna eat our words for sure. Come <laughs> October, dude, it's, but it's over. But it's a different. It's a different front office. It's, it is. It's very a different, different coaching staff. So Dame's been at all the workouts. He's been there every day. You think they use the pick tomorrow? Maybe in a sign and trade or a, a draft and trade, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. There's, there's draft prom- for someone. Apparently, there's a, there's a rumor out there that Portland made a promise to Shaden Sharp that mm. uh, they would draft him at the seventh pick. But you're the seventh pick. You can't really guarantee anybody you would draft them because you don't know who's going to be there at seven. That's, That's right. a lot of variables in front of you. Hmm. But what position is he? He's a small forward. Okay. What about Little? Um, I mean, the the concern with Little is health. That yeah, guy has never played a full season. Yeah, so that's a bummer. It is because he could be a starting three. <sighs> yeah, if if healthy. Uh, before we, this is a, like a transition into some politics stuff, and um, Joe Biden fell off a bicycle. Yeah, he's using stuff. Yeah, shoulder. What, like, what is foot he doing? Stirrups. What are you doing? Fucking Lance Armstrong. That is a that's a that's, that's a young man's game, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> man, that that is that whoever put him on that bike, that's shame on you, man. That's national security issue, dude. <laughs> well, you know like he's not going he's going to get his foot caught in that. What are you doing? And nobody's there to catch him? Yeah. Yeah, it was uh Well, he stopped all of a sudden. It's like he stopped randomly to talk to that reporter. For sure. Lean on your left leg while you wiggle your right leg out, dude. What yeah. are you doing? I mean, he is in his seventies. I know he's old, but at least he rides his bike, unlike unlike the previous guy. Oh, the previous guy. Did you watch the hearings? Of course, I watched the hearings. Number four. Four was the one that was yesterday. Yes. Right? Yeah. Bro. Spicy. That was the that was the um the most revealing one yet. Okay. By far. Let me hear what you think. Tell me what you think. Well, um, thank God we have principled people in positions of power. At least we had principled people in positions of power. Okay. I'm going to push back a little. Not entirely because I'm not smart enough to do so. But is it an opportune time to then have principle? Because mm-hmm. I feel for him to then push back. What's his name? Um Arizona uh, speaker. Um, Rusty. Rusty. Bowers. Bowers. Eddie Bowers. That's from it, I think. Anyways, Rusty Bowers. So uh, I, I just started thinking, right, about like why, why, and this is what Trump wants us to believe. Absolutely what Trump wants to believe. Like he was, he was a Trumpster from day one until it was no longer the, 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 the it was short sighted to be tr- a Trumpster at that point, right? So then he wouldn't validate the election because he swore an oath and yada 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 yada. But my and it's not specifically to Bowers, but in in general, right? Like he has these lackeys, and everybody kind of stayed quiet until their guy is not going to win. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, I think that Bauer and Bowers. I'm not talking about specifically to Bowers, but I'm just saying like I have to consider that a little bit with Bowers. Like I don't know, but it's something I think about. Go ahead. Well, I think the answer to your question is that most of those people agreed with policy Trump. 
Okay. They agreed with the policies that he helped instill or enact or pushed for. Okay. okay. Um, so I think that's in good. them they saw of in in them in him they saw a vehicle to accomplish their. The end their, justifies the means for them. Yeah, I mean, I th- which I, is and, and I don't. I mean, so yeah, I mean, I can. You can be principled, and and I don't agree with your philosophy on things. Okay. I mean, you could. For all I know, I mean. Bowers has said even post hearing yesterday, he said that if the if the election came down to 2024 between Biden and Trump, he would vote for Trump again. Oh, wow. Is what Bowers said. Okay. So, I mean, regardless of what he thinks about and Kinzinger even said Kinzinger said this, he's like in democracy, the only thing you have to actually agree on is that you will vote and your vote counts. Okay. So outside of that, if you if we can agree that at the base level your voting matters in a democracy and that your vote counts, mm-hmm. I guess I don't really at the at least if you will do your job as an elected official, okay, and you will remain impartial regardless of what you personally believe, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that person holding office. Okay, as much as I disagree with Bowers's political beliefs right um the fact that when pressed he was like no my duty comes before my beliefs for sure that's principle his duty comes before his beliefs his own political beliefs i think his right. be- his belief in his belief in his duty trumped his, his, his belief. belief in okay Sh- yes because I ideologically, you know, leaning right Republican wants a Republican president. Mm-hmm. That was not the result of the election. His duty was to um, was to certify, certify. the was yes. to certify the election. And I mean, it's crazy, even like how much. So Bowers and Raffensperger both. Raffensperger being the Secretary of State of Georgia. Did he talk yesterday? A little bit. I didn't hear his part, so yeah. I need to go back and listen mm-hmm. to it. Okay. Yeah, so he was between... He went after Bowers. <sighs> okay. Um, I thought it ended with Bowers, so I didn't... No, it started with Bowers. I thought it started and ended with Bowers. I didn't know... No, no, no. There was Damn it. So, okay. No, there's so <clears throat> much more. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Definitely go back and finish watching yeah, it. Because yeah. Because what goes comes after Raffensperger uh-huh. is... Uh, oh, no. Miss Ruby and, Sh- and Find Shay me those something. votes. Well, no, Raffensperger is find me those yes, votes. Yes, yeah. Um, two African American poll workers in in Fulton County uh-huh. who were publicly called out by Trump oh, as being like the ringleaders behind the ballot stuffing, mm-hmm. and MAGA's showed up at oh. their house threatening to lynch them, and then they called the FBI, and the FBI told them, "Sorry, you're shit out of luck. Um, you might want to just leave your house and change your identity." And they completely lost their lives. Their entire... They had to move. They had to change. They basically had to pay to change their own identities. Yeah, they were left out. They were left to hang by the by the FBI because Rudy and Trump publicly named them in tweets, saying that those are the people who are behind the ballot stuffing in Fulton County, and those people came and testified yesterday. Those are those are fucking American here. Like those two women, American heroes. Yeah. And then asked about it, they said, "Well, it's my job, like to to show up and help people vote." She's like, "I love." helping she's like i love being a poll worker because i could help people vote because 
there wasn't that long ago people who looked like me didn't have that wow. ability. And it's just like, that's America. Yeah. These weak ass scumbags. Scumbags. Who, like, poor excuses for. We're all, we're all Republicans here. I can't believe he fucking said that. I know. And the thing is, is that like all three of the four people who spoke yesterday, Raffensperger, Bowers, and one of the the two women, I think it was either Ruby or her daughter, Shay. Yeah. um, Republicans. Republicans. Yeah. And then so he was he he spouted off this morning saying he wants representation on the January 6th hearing. It's like, dude, who do you think they're interviewing? Yeah. They're not interviewing Democrats. Yeah. They're interviewing Republicans. That's a good point. People who not only are just Republicans, people who voted for you. Yeah. I mean, Cheney, Liz Cheney, the the key Republican who's on the committee. Yeah. Voted for you. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all. I mean, he he lies. It doesn't matter. But it's just the fact that nobody cares that he lies is the biggest problem. Yeah. Is that he can say whatever he wants without consequence. I appreciated them opening with the nonsense in New Mexico, which we had talked about a little mm-hmm. bit about the that when that came across my radar when it first happened Mm -hmm. i was like i hope this gets national attention because Mm -hmm. that is where that is where we lose our democracy that that is where we actually lose our democracy is when people in positions like that when those cracks start to happen yeah that's when you know we're in trouble and that is what he was trying to do and that was what trump was trying to do in 2020 and that's what may start to happen now he he might actually be successful in 2022 and 2024 because of the local elections that are happening because the people ch- refusing to do that well and getting elected into positions where they can refuse to yeah. do it it's one thing just to say some random person on facebook saying biden stole the election but when that biden stole the election person gets elected to a position where he can be like eh, biden stole stole the election i'm not going to certify yeah that's when you have a problem and it's crazy like how much raffensperger and bowers Mm -hmm. how much painstaking effort they actually put in to investigating the trump administration's claims regardless of everybody around them saying that it's not real they still went ahead and investigated all of them and when raffensperger was being asked about every single point that dude had breakdowns and numbers of literally every single crazy, whimsical really? fantasy conspiracy that wow. were thrown at him. And he was like, no, I investigated that. And here's what I found. I investigated that. And here's what I found. And disproved everything on the carpet in front of everybody. Wow. Raffensperger was amazing yesterday. Really? Yeah. Oh, I got to see it. Because they were, dude, when they were, when they were, Bowers was talking about constantly, show me proof. Give me names. If you have evidence that there is mass fraud in this election, I am identifying with you as far as what I my beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. If Biden did not win this, show me. Yeah. And they he said they never gave me anything ever. Well, they tried the same thing with Raffensperger. They said like we Rudy apparently said to Raffensperger, according to Raffensperger, like there's 10,000 people, 10,000 dead people voted in Fulton County alone. Yeah. And Raffensperger under oath was like, we found four. <gasps> they investigated wow. it and he's like, we found four. That's amazing. In an election that was decided by 11,780 votes. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Yeah, that's not changing the election. No. 
Also listen to our To the Republic episode when we talk about voting and we look at all of the historical numbers that prove that none of this ever happened. Yeah, it's crazy that we were on this um, years ago. <sighs> um, so Representative Thompson said yesterday, the oath to serve the people will take a backseat to promote the big lie in Donald Trump. Absolutely. Yeah. You see it. You see it in New Mexico. Yeah. Which is terrifying. The, the, the state GOP, like the the state GOP of Texas. So like the, the state committee for the Republican Party of Texas. Yeah. Of their convention over the weekend. Mm-hmm. They're two, the two biggest resolutions that they pass and saying like, Republicans in Texas have to get on. Like this is our messaging, right? This is mm-hmm. like the RNC, the Republican National Conference, the RNC, which is the one like when they have those meetings, they set like the 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 kind of the party manifesto yes. of like what the party is going to promote going forward for that that year. Mm-hmm. Well, the states do the state Republican parties to basically do the same thing. So the state Republican Party of Texas, Texas had their conference where they all the party members got together and then they come to they basically come to the man, this manifesto so well, the two biggest points was to uh publicly state that biden was not the duly elected president oh, and that uh texas will move to secede from the union in 2023 whoa they legally can't do that yeah so let them try yeah. but that's the that's the thing they don't actually have a policy. Yeah. They're not. They're just passing, saying words. <laughs> they're not passing anything. They're not saying we're going to promote uh, restricting immigration. Mm-hmm. We're not going to promote um, police reform or anything. There's no tangible policies coming out of the Republican Party. It's nothing but conspiracy theories and grievances. And what and Jesus. just saying shit like we're going to do. They're not doing anything. They're not trying to promote anything Oof. it's just promoting it's just kowtowing to trump like yeah. that quote that you just read it's it is the republican party is about kowtowing to trump mm-hmm. and they want to elect people who will do what trump wants because at the end of the day right that it, is psychotic it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter like you can be anybody they'll elect you if you say i will go to the i will go and i will i will basically be trump's patsy dude look at herschel walker that guy's yeah. the Republican nominee and most likely the likely going to most likely be a senator mm-hmm. elected to the Senate. Mm-hmm. And this guy held a gun to his wife's head, mm-hmm. has beaten his kid and has beaten his wife, has mul- like multiple personality disorders, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, mental health is what it is. Right. But that guy is a violent mental like his mental health. It's concerning. Which is concerning because he acts out violently. Right. And he doesn't do anything to actually... He denies it and says, like, well, I don't actually have mental health problems. If I have multiple personality disorders, so did Jesus. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, this guy's not doing anything to um, help himself. Yeah. So, therefore, I feel like it's, like, kind of fair to criticize him. If yeah. you're running for public office and you don't... You deal with your mental health by being violent... Well, and you can't even help yourself, but you expect that he's going to get into office and help you. Yeah. So, I mean, but they're electing him because he says the right things, right? right? He's going to push the right things. He's going to be there to support Trump because everything, everything is a vote for Trump in the Republican Party. There's no separate party. There's only Trump. Yeah. 
and I, I've been thinking more and more about you and I, we always say like we could be loaded if we were just scumbags, like because we know like it. W- if we did it and just like we could make merchandise that said dumb bumper sticker phrases that like Trump gun toting hillbillies would love. But then you're just reinforcing that culture and that uh, cult of personality, which is problematic to a point where I can't even believe we're here. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're having this conversation about just blindly supporting Trump and getting elected to positions if you support Trump. One thing I wrote down was that Trump has used and abused people his entire life, and they've all been beholden to him as an employer, right? He mm-hmm. is the boss. You do what he says. And we're seeing individuals writing that same kind of thing in a different way. It's different. And this dynamic of being a politician is different. So they're using his name to get into political positions to then do what you want, right? Mm-hmm. But also the government officials do not, who do not – they don't work for Trump. And Bowers exemplified that. In Trump asking him to do these things, Bowers says – I told him that I will not do anything illegal for him. Mm-hmm. And that's him. He's just in like is is like what you're saying in sticking to the oath and 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 owning what your job is. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not beholden to Donald Trump. You have an entire state of people who elected to elected you, right? But Trump is used to throwing his weight around and saying, you know, all these all these small contracting businesses he's used and abused to build his hotels, right? Mm-hmm. He's done it for decades and just shit on the little guy. But now he's trying to do these. What these hearings are showing is him trying to manipulate and throw his weight around in the same way with political, um, with politicians, mm-hmm. and it's it's not working. Well, it's worked in some areas. For sure. He, he was damn near close to being successful. I, I mean, it's the committee showed that Ron Johnson from Wisconsin mm. was brought him yes. the fake electors yes. from Wisconsin and Michigan, a state that he's not even from, mm-hmm. but delivered him the fake electors from yes. Michigan. It's like, and he's trying to deny, well, I didn't know that they were fake electors. <laughs> then why are you delivering them electors from a state that you're not even mm-hmm. associated with, if, right. that, if that were true? Um, and, and, and one thing I was, I was taking notes as I was listening to the uh, hearing, but um, this this tactic of Trump he, uh, telling people to do these things, telling Bowers to just do it and let the courts handle it, do it and let the courts settle it, mm-hmm. right? Do this illegal thing and just let the courts figure it out. Let's postpone the certification of President Biden mm-hmm. and we'll let the we'll let the courts figure it out. And to me, it's this this tactic of it being easier to ask for forgiveness rather than permission or to spin the system and people. So and, and so I wrote or spin it as the system and people suppressing freedom due to process and liberty. So um if he says, all right, Bowers, just don't certify it. We'll just let the courts handle it, right? And then once it gets to the courts and the courts get in, they're like, the fuck? No. Biden won. We're not We're not doing this, right? Which mm-hmm. is what happened in most states, right? Now that's the system oppressing yeah. us. And now it's the system not listening to your voice and your vote yeah. and corrupting this idea of institutions and... Um, I was saying earlier, actually, uh, and we've talked about it a few times, but um, 
like the FBI and CIA. What are mm. those things called? Bureaucracies. Yeah. I mean, he undermines all of them. The mm-hmm. um, Anyways, so that's all I have to say. Well, I mean, <laughs> Trump lost 60 of 61 court battles on the election. Yeah. On election. Yeah. Uh, lawsuits. But that's. And the only one he the only one he technically won was over pr- like some procedural thing. Oh, it wasn't it didn't it didn't change the outcome of anything. Yeah. It was just like some procedural thing that like, it's like, well, OK, well, the state probably should have changed this particular procedure and how ballots are counted. Mm. Like it wasn't like it wasn't throwing ballots out or changing yeah. the outcome of anything. It was mm-hmm. just like, OK, well procedurally this needs probably to change okay so it was like he lost 60 of 60 worth like of cases that actually matter yeah um, but you get what i mean like he's taking these case like just saying like not asking for permission you know like hey can we do this or like can we challenge it in this way and then providing evidence and laying it out logically mm-hmm. right he's just saying just fuck it dude we'll just let the courts handle it and then when the courts don't rule in his favor it's oppression it's it's the MAGA bros not having their voices heard. And mm-hmm. this isn't what we want. Nobody listens and the system's broken because Trump didn't win. And they spin it like that. Yeah. Well, you hear it as, and well, we just need to get the, the, the threshold has been, well, we just don't know what happened, what happened, something. So we, we just don't, we don't know what happened and we need to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> it's like, well, people did research what happened. Yeah. They told you nothing happened what more do you need and they're like well that's just my my gut feeling told me that something happened yeah which is just window dressing for my guy didn't win and i'm pissed about it and i'm not gonna i'm just i'm not gonna accept it well and like giuliani said that bauer said that giuliani let slip and he said he didn't know if he meant to do it but they were laughing about it later and giuliani says yeah we don't have any evidence but we've got theories and he's like what he said he said that and, like, for him and his team, like, they were like, what the fuck was that, dude? You just said you didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. And so for then the MAGA bros to then argue that and defend that, like, there is no evidence, but there's something there. Well, what is it? I don't know, but there's well, something. Well, I mean, that's the, same, that's the same exercise that the lone holdout in the New Mexico mm. uh, certification from that count right. from a uh, um, – I can't remember the the Los Cruces County mm-hmm. in New Mexico. The the county board needed to certify the primary results of right. the Democratic primary, and he refused to because they were using Dominion voting machines. And when pointed out to him that the Dominion voting machines were safe, based on all of these parameters, and they said they're even publicly, they said we hold as New Mexico state law, mm-hmm. all voting machines have public tests. So the public is allowed to come in before the election and watch oh, wow. the machines yeah. go through t- test runs yeah. to prove that there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> and they asked him, did you attend that? And he said, no. Oh so it's like, God. well. There's your opportunity, but they don't want that. No, no, because it's not a, it's not about facts. And no. then, and then it basically they, every time, everything he said, the, the Supreme court of New Mexico, the court, basically were like no you're wrong on this this and this and this and he just said well i don't have he's like you're right i don't have any i don't have anything that is factual for me to not certify this but my gut feeling tells me that there's something wrong so i'm not certifying the election so 
that is enough for people. An individual's gut feeling. That's terrifying. Imagine if... So, flip this. Imagine in 2016. Oh, okay. Wisconsin was 0.3% difference between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. That roughly works out to be about 23,000 votes Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin, which is a little bit less than what Trump lost to Biden by. Mm -hmm. The President Obama calls the Secretary of State of Wisconsin and says, hey, Democratic buddy, find me 23,001 votes. Yeah. That's one thing Bowers said also is the numbers that they were asking for mm-hmm. were or maybe it wasn't Bowers. It was, I think, someone on the committee was saying that Trump was asking for exactly what he needed mm-hmm. to win. Yeah. Which is telling. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Continue. Well, it is telling. He just. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I need you to find twenty three thousand and one votes. Yes. What do you think Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity would have done with that? Yeah. I guarantee you it wouldn't be um, talking about everything else. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't stop talking about Biden falling off of a bike. Yeah. They're not playing the hearings. Everyone else is. They don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying all of the Republican senators who ran a three-year investigation into Hillary Clinton Mm -hmm. over Benghazi Mm -hmm. are now quiet over this. Yeah. That's my point earlier, Jake. Why are they being quiet? Well, because they're... It's advantageous to be quiet. Well, they're complicit. Yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, to be fair, these some of these guys, like Bowers, wasn't complicit. For sure. Bowers wasn't quiet. He's He showed up to the hearings. A lot of people flipped the bird to the hearings, to the committee, and said, we're not showing up there. Subpoena us. Do you think it might be advantageous for them to, to be at the hearings? Do you think they gain Democratic votes? Oh, no. No? No. Okay. I mean, Raffensperger benefit. I mean, Raffensperger won. And we talked about that, yeah. But he won because a lot of crossover votes. That's what I'm saying. But there's there's there are a there's a fairly large contingent, roughly about 25 percent of Republicans, who who uh, according to a, a Siena poll, which is a pretty reputable polling agency, said about 25 percent of Republicans feel that um, Trump broke the law. Oh wow! So 25 percent of Republicans. That's all you need now is a feeling. So that's good. That's a good sign. <laughs> But I mean, they I mean they believe it based on the the committee and everything. Yeah. So twenty five percent of Republicans is not a small nationwide number. nationwide okay is not a small number. No. So uh, that's enough to lose a presidential election. Okay. We got one of those coming up. So is it politically advantageous mm. to side with Trump or to oppose Trump? I think it depends on where you are. Mm. Okay. It really depends. Yeah. I think now na- I think statewide elections. Yeah. I think you're a little bit more insulated, for sure. Because, but whereas um, House members, yeah, um, local elections, mm-hmm. uh, far more. Um, you like you probably need to, if you're in, if you're in a Trump district. I mean, this is why uh, this is why Jamie Herrera Butler's seat is so like it it it's so contested. Yeah, because it's it's a it's at the district level, yes. not at the state level. And if it, um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting. Hmm. It'll be interesting. I think, like, if you look at where Trump has had success, he's had success running um, campaigns against people who are 
um, at the district level, or the more at the local level, more the, so than the state level. Yeah, for sure. Because the state level, you that get is a, interesting. A state level, yeah. the aggregate, the aggregate, yeah. is a little bit more towards the mean mm-hmm. than say in a district like Marjorie Taylor Greene's district, yes. which is like ninety five percent MAGA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is interesting. So, like, if you're from that district yeah. and you're like. If I want to stay in office, I got to get on board and at mm. least stay, at least keep my ass quiet. Yes. Whereas if you're in a state election, you feel like, OK, I can weather this storm politically. Right. I feel like if you're that person, then but there's also some people who see themselves as a higher calling. You could also say, well, Liz, I mean, outside of Liz Cheney, the only other uh, Republican on that committee is Adam Kinzinger, who's. Uh, who was literally gerrymandered out of his seat by the Democrats in, the, in Illinois after mm. redistricting? His district was taken. His district was oh, wow. After redistricting, his district is no more. Right. So he's without a seat. He doesn't. He doesn't even have a seat to run for re-election with. So oh wow. He's basically like he's done at the end of this year. Oh, wow. He could try to run. Nobody knows that. Jake. He could try to run in the <laughs> new district, but it's it's a completely new district. Yeah. He'd be running as not as the incumbent. He mm-hmm. would be running as like a first time. Not like a first time, but right. however that works out. Interesting. But I mean, the thing that Democrats gerrymander just like for sure. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Okay. Any any final thoughts? I I gotta stay off Twitter because. <laughs> oh, it d- yeah, tell me, tell is me. So fucking depressing. I got something that pissed me off on Twitter. So go ahead. Really? Yeah. I. It's just. It's so depressing. Politics is so depressing. Uh, right it's not now. politics at all. Okay. Well, tell me what pissed you uh, off. The Matilda remake musical. Have you seen it? No. So they remade Matilda as a musical. I saw that. I wouldn't hate on it. I, I'm not hating on it because it's a musical, right? It's a different rendition of it. If they were just remaking the movie, I'd be more annoyed. Mm-hmm. Emma Thompson is playing... Um, God, what is the teacher's name? Uh, I looked... I had it all in here. Gosh, Dan. Not Miss Honey. Oh, Miss uh, Trunchbull. Mm. Right? So... Every the the Twitterverse is pissed because why is a skinny actress playing an actress who in a fat suit and why is the villain the woman in the fat suit? Like why is the w- villain fat? It's essentially what Twitter's pissed about. So I went and I looked at um Roald Dahl's book and the description of Trunchbull. And she's this athletic thrower. So it's not necessarily that she's like overweight. She's just a big, a big lady who throws. Mm-hmm. And then so I looked at the, I, so I also did some research into the artists who drew for the original books at the description of Doll. And she's a big, beefy lady who used to throw in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So we're mad because an actress is depicting a caricature of a a character in a book who is described as this person. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. What the fuck? This is the kind of this is why Democrats lose elections. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to say all Trump supporters are racist. I speak tonight for the dignity of man and the destiny of democracy. May the turbulence of our age. Yield to the true time of peace, when men and nations shall share a life that honors the dignity of each, the brotherhood of all.
I see a world of open borders, open trade, and most importantly, open mind. Open mind.